Hey everybody, this is Steve Gibson. And I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk about the usefulness of your digital presence and your website and some of the common things that we hear of why people aren't using them. be honest i don't feel like i've been nailing my uh my name intros recently for like the past few episodes i've just been off i don't know i'm saying my name weird i guess do you want to do it again i don't i will see everybody hey everybody this is steve gibson and i'm ryan berger uh, I don't know. Maybe, don't maybe know, one more time. The burger's throwing me off. I think. I feel like I'm well, saying burger. You, you've been saying it for 23 years. Well, well, 22. I didn't well, learn it. Yeah, 20 at best. I don't know. Right, 19, 20 50, years. 15 years. I've been saying my 10 years. I've been saying my own name and using the bathroom on my own. <laughs> Has that felt funny to you as well? Using the bathroom on that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have such a supportive team. And since I've gone remote, I mean, it's. Um, Ryan Berger, everybody. Ryan Berger. There it is. That's my new intro. You're going to say, I'm going to get Steve Gibson and then go, Ryan Berger. Ryan Berger would have been a tough name for a kid to, to kid to say. Those R's are tough for little, little kids. Well, and it's quick to, you know, I mean, booger. Uh, you know, hamburger. Did, um, did you get Did you get laid into a little bit with that? Well, yeah, I mean, I was a fat kid too, so anyway, it was just double trouble. It was. Uh, yeah, you could have most most people that listen to this probably just listen. They don't, probably don't view the few video excerpts. You could have just made the uh, the assumption that 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 you're just this. I don't know, fit, taut man. I feel like you can hear in my voice that I'm not. I sound like someone who either recently got done or is about to start eating at any moment. That's any human being. Well, yeah, that's anybody. But like, let me like, okay, so Morgan had to go into work early today. And instead of. Sleeping Morgan, in. Mor- Morgan is Morgan is my fiance. Yes. Okay. To everyone, okay. my significant other. Um, okay. You know, we're getting personal. As like, and your cat's going to work. Well, what a crazy world we live well, in. <laughs> it's a wild time. Wild time. Okay. So Morgan. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So instead of sleeping in, uh, you know, I get up. Being the gourmand I am, it's breakfast. It's coffee. The right. I'm watching cooking TV as I'm doing it. Like there is like this is it is I, I'm fat. For a reason, at least, like it's gone beyond genetics. I am maybe a little more dedicated to it than I eat a meal and talk about what I'm going to make for my next meal. As you're eating that meal. Yes. Uh, But again, these are normal people things. I think. My, my child, all right, just for an example here, my okay, kid. Well, that's not we, a- we don't watch kids show. We don't watch we don't watch kids shows. We She's watch watching cooking shows. And- we watch yeah, yeah, just intense dramas for my five-year-old. No, but we watch like cooking shows like Cooking with Nadia or Great British Baking Show. Classic. Uh, Chef Junior. Those are her shows. So I mean, if she's not watching food, which is or or helping mom cook or eating food, so her whole life revolves around food. So I feel like that's a pretty normal thing. I guess. Don't beat yourself up, man. 
Oh, I'm not. I enjoy. I, you know, I'm happy. Welcome with to it. Distinctly I, Digital, a a self deprecating podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Steve Gibson, <laughs> and I'm Ryan Berger. <laughs> I probably messed that up again. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> hey, Ryan, have some confidence in yourself, okay, and in your digital presence. And in the digital presence. That's a great segue. Let's just natural segue of the episode award right there. (laughs) We're getting it done early. And that really is our topic today is to, you know, we hear and talk to a lot of firms Mm -hmm. um, that are uh, completely, I don't know if in, in objection is the right word, but they don't see the significance of, of their website. Um, or anything related to digital in any way. And it's, it's, it's not just like one or two people within the industry of recruiting. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I see it a ton. I mean, I imagine it's because, especially for the people that have been recruiting for 20, 30, 40 years, I mean, with how much has changed, I mean, you can still get things done by just picking up the phone and calling, you know, calling your clients, calling potential candidates, but there's so much that I think people don't people don't know what they don't know. Right. You know, and and so it, there's so much online that, that that could be helping or so many processes that because they haven't used them, they just they don't know. Yeah. And, and there is a um, uh, there is a, a a level of things that that have worked shouldn't be shouldn't stop, uh, you know, mm-hmm. phone calls, um, you know, uh, postage mail. Uh, you got to love postage fa- mail. Fax machines. Um, <laughs> you know, there's some things that we have in place, you know, carrier pigeons that have just traditionally always worked when it comes to recruiting. I actually just saw a headline about carrier pigeons. <laughs> Doing what? Um, apparently they're used a lot to smuggle drugs, especially in like prisons. They just he's, land in the courtyard and just... <laughs> Pigeons are so pigeons are so hard. They're like they they are the uh, like the most gangster of birds. I feel like they are what bald eagles want to be. I'll say it. Yeah, they they live on the streets. Uh, They have they they carry drugs. They they operate in in flocks or like more of like a gang. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean they're they're pretty uh, they're pretty impressive birds. And related to the dove, you know, they have that, that, that elegant side too. So they have, they have that softer side <laughs> mm-hmm. if they want to. Those are the, yeah. those are the, those are the pigeons that got out. Yeah. Street smart and sensitive. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. But, but okay, back to, re- back to recruiting. So, so <laughs> the fact that, that there are a lot of new digital as- aspects and, and a lot of these things aren't even new really anymore. I mean, the website that's been a valuable tool for, you know, for tw- 20 years, 22, 23 years now. And the late My 90s. Whole life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan's whole life, his whole self-deprecating life. My and, whole existence. Uh, whole existence. <laughs> and, uh, and LinkedIn's been around for, for a really long time as well now. Is it 2004, 2005? Oh, my um, God. And just to ignore or, or just to have the bare minimum on some of these platforms just because it's not something that you've done the 20 years before that, I think is, is it's just ignoring the possibilities and opportunities that exist and getting 
just building your business, making more placements, building more relationships, relationships, all the things that we have available to us. And it's a tough, I get that it's tough to kind of wrap your mind around sometimes because none of it is tangible online. So it doesn't feel real. So it doesn't feel like real results will come from it. Right. And they're not immediate. You know, there's something, something that, again, I worked at S for seven years. So when I, picked up the phone and I called a candidate and I said, Hey, my name's Steve Gibson. I'm with so-and-so recruiting firm. I have a really great opportunity. I came across your background online. I thought whether we should have a conversation. Are you open to discussing this in more detail? And they say, yes. And we schedule that next call to be able to go over those details. That's something that then I've had that immediate gratification that came from that versus, Hey, two months down the road, someone's been seeing our, our LinkedIn post or they did a Google search for our website and then they start engaging through that, looking at opportunities or then apply to an opportunity to have a conversation with us. I don't see that. And I put, but maybe I posted that job two weeks ago or I've been posting jobs consistently for three months before I saw that person. That's something that is it's more of a long term um, uh, result of the things that mm-hmm. you have done to that point. And so you don't see, there's not the instant gratification aspect to, and it can be, but in a lot of ways to, um, things that we're doing online. Email has a little bit of that, of course. Um, uh, but even chime come in, you get happy, you get excited. Right. But even <laughs> that though, if you're using like automation and using drip campaigns, that's still long-term in its approach as well. And so I think it's easy to get discouraged and say, you know, these things I'm doing, they aren't working. So I'm just going to go back to what I've always done because of that works. Mm-hmm. And in doing so you've, you've limited yourself to the potential that would come in those two three months down the line. Right. And, but, but I get, so I, you know, I don't want the people to think that like um, it doesn't resonate with us of why you may feel like something doesn't work or, you know, or not, it's not really, it's relatable to why someone would be and say, well, I just don't want to try it because I, I don't, I've never seen anything come from my website. Yeah. And so uh, that's one. I hear all the time. And Steve, I've, you know, I I don't use my website for anything. I've never seen a client or a candidate come in through my website. And and what do those websites tend to look like when you go visit them? Typically, they haven't been touched in years. Um, They're barely putting jobs on there. They're barely mobile responsive. Um, They're dated. The content's old. Uh, has nothing that demonstrates their expertise. It's very generic recruiting content. Um, it just does a bad job of representing the firm. So it's it's obvious why it would have probably never benefited them. It's mm-hmm. it's the same thing with anything we have, Steve. I don't cut my grass because I've never I've never really got any benefit from cutting my grass, or my I don't use the lawnmower because I never got any benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Well, have you have you fired it up? Have you turned it on? Well, right, I yeah. did once. I, I did, you know, one time and, and I went out there and I I used it. But now if I just go out there and push it. It doesn't work. Well, you got to turn it on and it's got to work. You got mm-hmm. to put oil in it. You have to change the blades. You have to keep, have maintenance on things. There's there's a lot of things there's that we have to upkeep. do in life. Right. To be able to make sure that we're getting the most out of out of whatever we're using and a website or even any type of digital presence is, is, is like anything else. The more you put into it, the more you get out. Mm -hmm. Well, people see the effort. 
I think with a lot of the things that we talk about, you know, building the website, social media, people can see the effort that you put into it. It's reflected in design. It's reflected in content. It's reflected in just how much, you know, people can see on social media, for instance, when was the last time you posted? When was the last right. time? So it's, it's, it's people can see the effort that you put in. And when you put that effort in, you get things out of it, but without putting it in, there's, there's, you got to put in the work. It's the grind set. The, the grind set. I always go back to the grind set. That's because that's what it is. And it's a theme. Yeah, it is a theme. It's a theme of life. Really. It somebody is. should really wear that as a, as a, as a shirt. The grind set. Yeah. Someone else, but yeah. So, someone else. <laughs> so within, within that, and it's, I think it goes even beyond just seeing the effort. I think, yes, people do respond to that, but I think it's even just um, with the information that the way that the search engines like index a website or mm. just with the frequency and activity that's seen, it's just, it's just more opportunities to be found because you're putting more into it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I, mean, I think ever, everybody has, has watched the field of dreams, but they all ignore the statement. Or they all want that statement to be true for them, that if you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. And it's not true. It's not no. the way it works. A website is not a field of dreams. A LinkedIn profile, a social presence is not something that if you just build it and set it up a page on LinkedIn, people are going to start flocking to you. If you just build a website and you leave it alone and you just let it exist in the form that it was when it was built, that you're going to start seeing all this activity and all this um, uh, candidates applying and all these clients coming in. And, and maybe that's a fault to some of the firms out there that, that maybe um, market that and say, that's what's going to take place. Um, yeah. So maybe I, people are just being misinformed. Yeah. And I, I would think, you know, when you do hear those things to anyone who's listening now, I mean, it's we all want things to be right away. Build the website. You're going to get an immediate 150 percent uptake in business, blah, blah, blah. But right. I would be weary of anything like that because all these things take time. A great yeah. website is a part of it, but it's not your entire digital presence. And when you launch right. a website, you may need some marketing behind it. To, or you will need some marketing behind it to get it out there, whether that's even just an email blast to, to your, your database or, um, you know, a full social media campaign or, or whatever's right for you at the time. But ultimately all those things will take time. Oh yeah. It, and just being consistent in them. It's not a, um, because there is a break point. So when we talk about investing in our brand and in our presence online, you know, it's, a lot of firms don't need to go out and spend a million dollars on investing in who they are. They're not corn fairy. You know, they're not building this enterprise type level business, they're building a good business. But if you guys want is, to, we'll take it. Right. That's but, fine. You can. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not, I, you know, again, maybe we're cutting our own throats here, but it's not something where <laughs> where every company has to it, there has to be the right investment for the right for the right company yeah, yeah and, it, and who their audiences are how broad their market is how broad their niche is um and and the the way that they want to approach and who they are as an organization there are different things that work for different different firms um but to just ignore completely and say no i don't need to do anything it's a very um, it's a very closed minded, very naive position to have mm -hmm. to say that I had a call the other day. She said, you know what, Steve, I, I haven't had to solicit business since 2004. 
I've wow. never had to make a call since then. I said, that's great. I mean, what a wonderful position to be in. And that may be the case. But at some point, through attrition and through just changes in the world, somebody's not going to know who you are. Or maybe even if so, maybe if you've had all the business you've had wanted since 2004, have you had the right business or the right relationships? You know, what have you missed out on? What opportunities to work with different firms or work with different candidates have you have you not seen? Have you been, you know, if you are working with, if you have that luxury to have that kind of consistent business, and then you can uh, then take time and invest in more in your brand and more of, of your reach and, and get in front of more of the right people, you can choose the relationships you want then mm-hmm. because you're not in a position where you're desperate. Um, Become and, more and selective is, when you're not yeah. using a website that's from the Bush era. Right. You can, right, right. You can pick those, you can pick those A searches, you know, there's the A, B and C searches. Mm-hmm. If you want to go back to some, some recruiting, uh, lingo in, 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 uh, in the eighties, um, but still sound, um, but you have those types of searches that, that, that are worth your time. And so if we can invest in what we're doing online and have more searches that are worth our time, because we're getting to pick and choose and have more conversations with the right types of clients, then we're getting more out of our desk and making, basically more revenue and more placements yeah um i mean it's all clicking for me you ready to start your your firm i'm I'm in it let's go i could tell you were going to lay down some good knowledge by the way that you leaned forward into that and i think it's got an initial thought i know it happened right at the same time you got the the arm up on the table you said look look here's how it goes (laughs) okay But no, I mean, it is, you know, a lot has changed in the, you know, if it's been 20 years since you've thought about a website or updated your website. I'm going to interrupt you because even if it's been five years since you've done your last website, the whole world has changed in the the last five years. I have no concept of time anymore because of these changes. Right. Hey, Steve, you know, you know, I don't need a website. I've been doing well for the last 20 years to 2004. Well, was there a a worldwide pandemic (laughs) last time you updated your website that changed the way that people view and digest information? I mean, people were using the web before that, but something that completely changed the way businesses have to be able to communicate with their audiences and whether it is in the recruiting industry or another industry, there's this, uh, the other objection I get a lot is, well, Steve, you know, we're recruiters. We don't need that. Uh, you know, it's they, the, the mindset of, of the industry is, is, is different than any other product or service. And I get that it's unique, but, but people are still digesting and, and finding and, and sourcing companies the same way. The idea that, that people aren't looking for jobs online and that you wouldn't need it is so not reflective of where we are, especially after the pandemic. And and with, you know, one of the things that I hear from a lot of our clients is, well, we're kind of shifting because more and more baby boomers have retired, more and more are retiring. So now we're looking for candidates that are, you know, younger millennials, Gen Z. And right. these these groups are primarily looking for jobs online. They, they, they're, they don't even look, they're looking for their wives or husbands or significant <laughs> others online. If they're looking for the people that they're going to spend their life with online, do we not think that they're looking for their careers or jobs or next well, move online? And not only are they doing it online, but they're doing it mobily too, right. which has been such a big 
I think a big change is people aren't necessarily sitting down at their laptop or desktop to do their job search. If something comes up that they can see on their phone real quick, they're going to do it. And it's, and it's not going to require the extra steps, which is another big thing for, I think the groups that grew up in a technologically driven world. I mean, with the internet and and the web and everything. Well, even with hiring managers now, even taking it out of just the, the candidate side of the business, because, you know, a lot of firms are going to say, and and rightfully so, Steve, we go out, we hunt down the candidates. We call them, we interact with them. We are the ones that are searching for those passive candidates that bring the most value. I agree that those are Mm -hmm. the things that bring the most value, but even clients looking to hire firms, especially right now with the way that candidate shortage has been, have been more active in looking and searching for, for types of recruiting firms more than ever. And if you weren't optimized and set up and, and in that position within that within this era, there's some businesses that have been getting to that we work with have been two, three, four calls a week from different clients reaching out to mm-hmm. them about helping them find the right kind of candidate. Um, you know, they didn't, they didn't work with all of them because some of them didn't make sense to work with, but, but to be able to have the option to pick and choose the ones they wanted to partner with was, was a huge change for them. Whereas they were mm-hmm. always marketing, always making outbound calls and they still do that. But it's been a lot had to be done a lot less because of their ability to be able to be found online. And they have been being consistent for the last four or five years in their marketing efforts, allow them to be visible enough to be able to have that take place. Mm. And that's something that you can't necessarily prepare for in the moment. It has to be done before uh, you can't catch up. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why that people feel like it doesn't work, because they're always trying to catch it at the right moment. It's like investing in Bitcoin when it was like a 60, like when it starts to go crazy and go mm-hmm. high or any stock. And all of a sudden you see it, it's going through, you know, as people would say, kids these days would say to the moon um, and you're looking, to, you're looking to catch it. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to invest in it now. And it's at, you know, whatever, 60,000. But then tomorrow it tanked. You waited too long. You needed to catch it when it was at twelve hundred dollars in 2012. Uh, and then you're, you know, you're looking at yourself as a millionaire down the road. Um, the same thing with our marketing parts, we have to invest in it now mm-hmm. because at that point down the road, five years, three years, two years, whenever it may be, if we're set up properly in that right timing, it all comes together then to be very, very valuable for a firm or an agency that, that, that is looking to grow their business. Yeah. And it's not like the recruiting industry hasn't experienced drastic change in the terms of, of those outside for, forces before, you know, the recruiting industry had to withstand, you know, the recession in a way had to. So there's things that with the technology we have now, you know, there's been rumblings about, you know, we could see another recession. We could see, you know, with inflation doing the things right. as the job market's about to flip. If you do the things, things now that you, 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 need to do to to invest in those processes, then you're going to be set up to, to be ahead of it when it does change. Right. And even, even just like you said, you said investing in processes. I think that's important too, because it's harder and harder to find employees, um, even for our own Mm -hmm. agencies. If a company is looking to grow, it's hard to find 
an admin or an individual to be able to help with your internal processes, to be able to make sure your firm can be efficient your recruiters can have their data entered, have their, uh, those things in place. Um, it's, it's difficult to hire for that now. So even investing in things like automation and investing in ways that your firm can be more optimized and its internal processes allows you then to have one less employee on staff, which allows you to be more efficient in, in the things that are happening and taking place without incurring uh, any more payroll. And so even from, uh, beyond just our external presence internally within our processes and the way that digital, those digital environments should be, should be set up and optimized, I think is important to think about too. And and again, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel with it. Anything that you do should be done to fit within your systems and to fit within your workflow, the way that you do it. You don't have to bring in, you know, I know we always talk about technology and software and those kinds of things, but you don't have to bring in something that's going to drastically change how you recruit, but something that's going to um, augment the processes that make you successful. Right. And, and I think anybody that I've ever spoken with would would, would hear me say this. And because I, I, it's one of my go to sayings is that just the fundamentals of recruiting can't shouldn't be replaced. You know, the idea of knowing how to be able to work with those clients and work with those candidates and nurture them through that process. That's not going to change. And that's going to what that's going to be what ultimately makes a a recruiter, a great recruiter and successful recruiter versus uh, versus one that's not that those are the types of recruiters that that typically weather something like an 08. 07, 08 mm-hmm. recession, um, because they have those foundation fundamentals in place. That being said, uh, if if people can't find you, you don't get the opportunity to utilize those fundamentals. You don't get the opportunity to use those skills to help you be successful. And a, and a, and a, a new recruiter that is savvy from the web perspective, someone that's been in the business one, two years, they invest in, in their digital presence. They may not be the best recruiter, but they invest in what they're doing online. They can be found. They're active on LinkedIn. They're creating content. They're being very um, 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 aggressive in the way that they approach that. They're running ads. They're doing all these things in the right ways they're going to get more opportunities to have conversations and be able to work on different searches that, that you should be getting. But because you haven't invested in that, and they, you may be a, a 10 times better recruiter than they are. Mm-hmm. You may be able to find a better candidate, do it quicker, be, you know, have the better search, but, uh, but ultimately you're not going to get that opportunity. And they are because they're just better positioned in the way that people are looking to, to, uh, to engage businesses now, which, Recruiting firms are businesses. Mm-hmm. There are services. That's that's, that's what they are. Yeah. I so mean, so I know it's a unique industry, but but from that perspective, and, and there's unique messaging and things that go along with that, and ways to to work with both clients, candidates, your niche, and all those focuses. But ultimately, people are still working and looking for companies in the same same way that in the recruiting industry, in the same way that they do for anything else well uh, a sports metaphor if i may oh Uh, please you know you gotta still play spurs basketball here okay you're gonna have to really go deep on some of this all right no i'm 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 going here okay so spurs basketball san antonio spurs okay all right they've been a model franchise fundamentals all right they're not doing any they didn't do anything crazy and won them championships right but they still had you know, they, it wasn't just the fundamentals that were driving that success without the fundamentals. They couldn't have that success without the dribbling, the shooting, the passing, but they still had Timmy D, 
You know, they still got Duncan there in the middle. He's their right. superstar. He's within the system, but he's the draw. He's bringing people in. Right. And so in that way, you know, you have the fundamentals, but you, you've you've embraced it. And and I know I could go a little more modern, but, you know, with the, with no, the example. I, but I, 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 I like I, that you're, you're so familiar with Tim Duncan that you can call him Timmy D. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's he's my guy. He's your, he's your, go, he's your go-to. He's my, yeah, he's your go-to. <laughs> Sliding into his DM all the time. Never like, responds. Hey, Timmy, have you heard him talk, by the way? Have you heard is his it, voice? Is it, is it probably a real low like no, that? No, it's the opposite. It's so oh, is it really? Yeah, like he'll like be doing interviews and be like, yeah, we just came in and we did some uh, post-game. <laughs> you know, we just had to do the passes and we got out there. And uh, That's so. funny. No, I've never heard that. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not that bad. And all, all respect to Tim Duncan. You know, <laughs> this is a Tim Duncan positive, uh, you know, pro Tim Duncan podcast here. <laughs> oh, well, right. I mean, Tim Duncan called you up. You're not going to like you refuse to have a conversation with him because his voice is a little high pitched. Well, I mean, you said it, not me. <laughs> no, I, 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 I didn't. You did. You did. No, the you said, I just did an impersonation. Oh, okay. Mine was okay, more so. offensive, but you came out and said it. I mean, right. <laughs> but, and so you, but you're exactly right with that. I mean, so. He was the draw to be able to build a team around him and be able to bring yeah. in players that 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 um, that were wanting and excited to be able to play and win championships with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is going to be stupid. Um, each, <laughs> you know, each recruiting firm has their own Tim Duncan, and but if you're not letting, the, you're not letting your clients know. <laughs> <laughs> your clients know that you've got a Tim Duncan on your team. Why, why are they going to partner with you? They're not going to want to win championship with you. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, it's, it's not just about Tim Duncan, though, because you can't win the championships without Greg Popovich either. You need great leadership. You need, pop. At the, you need yeah. pop. You need Timmy D. You need Manu. You need <laughs> right, there's so many parts for this team. You need a French Gosh, guy. This, this is this is turning yeah, French, This is turning into a bad LinkedIn post um, uh, with with all these different analogies and players. The key is, guys, gals, everyone else out there, is we gotta be able to uh, to just be involved where people are. If if it was seventeen fifty, and you had to go to the town square to get your message out. I would say go to your town square. If you're not mm-hmm. doing that, you're missing out on an opportunity to really market your business. Well, the internet, your website, Google, LinkedIn, these places are that proverbial town square where people are. Be where people are at. Let them know that you're good at what you do. If you don't tell them, they're not going to know. And create opportunities for them to be able to utilize you to help them grow their career for their their organization. And if you're not doing it, other and other people are, they're going to be found, and you're not going to get those opportunities and chances too. Mm -hmm. And that's really just the the key of of any type of 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 business in this day and age that we're in is you just have to be active and where people are. And And it's not if a business in just this, it's just, that's a common principle of just anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the, the, the best guitar player you'll ever meet is the guy serving your table in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> but he's never been discovered because maybe he hasn't been in front of the right person. He hasn't put mm-hmm. himself out there, but he may be incredible. 
or the same thing with an actor in LA, the best, maybe the best, best actor ever, but they're not actively pursuing jobs or gigs or don't have the right agent to get them in the right place. And so they're never going to have a chance to do that and be noticed and have notoriety for it. Yeah. But the I, ones that have that, they, they, they're, they get the opportunity but, to do. But they have already positioned themselves at least somewhat by being in the areas where those industries are or where those people are too. Right. So they're putting in some groundwork to, you know, it doesn't mean immediate success, but you have to do those incremental things. Right. And, and, you know, some people would say, what is that uh, statement? I'm going to butcher it. I've tried to look it up, but I, I probably can't find it real quick, but uh, luck is butcher when, it. Look, yeah. Luck is when, uh, when opportunity and preparation meet. Something um, like that. It's something along those lines. And that's what it is. You know, you're investing in your digital presence, having a great website, having a great brand, being active on social media, being uh, relevant in what you're doing. I saw a post from Donnie Gupton today. It talked about being relevant. I thought it was really good. They don't follow Donnie. He's a good good person to follow online. Um, But if, if you're not prepared in those ways, that when someone is looking, you're not going to have that opportunity. And so you may say, oh, that recruiter, they just got a big deal with, with Amazon to be able to staff all their factory or warehouse positions, you know, how lucky are they? Well, maybe they're not lucky. Maybe they just were prepared with the skill set and had a great staffing background and knew how to do that. And they've invested in their processes and their online presence so they could be found. And mm-hmm. that's what caused that luck. It's not an accident that they were lucky. If that makes and, sense. Yeah. In the, in the words of master Ugwe from Kung Fu Panda, there are no accidents. So <laughs> my daughter, I came home uh, for lunch yesterday and she was, she was watching Kung Fu Panda. So that really Good resonates with me. Yeah. It was, it was a pretty intense scene uh, where he was a baby. It was Kung Fu Panda too. I don't okay. spoil it. I don't, I'm not going to spoil it. Just it's intense for I a, mean, a five-year-old. At this point, this, these, this trilogy of, of American cinema has, has been out there. Um, we need to start appreciating it. So I, I I'm okay if you don't want to call it spoilers. Um, and honestly, I don't think many recruiters care too much about Kung Fu Panda. It holds up, man. I don't, oh, it's I, good. I mean, I, it's a, it's a good, I'm not even gonna call it a movie. It's a good film. It's a good, wow. It's a good film. That was, <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good film. <laughs> they were rolling the cameras. They were, <laughs> <laughs> you ever see guys though, that that's how you, that's how you become a, a movie buff is you don't use movie anymore. You say film. That's a good well, film. I went, I went to school for TV and film. And well, so I, I dealt with so many of those people all the time. Have you, have you seen this film yet? And I'm right. like, I don't know if, you know, the B movie counts as a film. It's a while. It's a roller coaster ride of a movie, but I don't know if it's quite <laughs> the B movie. Yeah. It, I mean, I think it would. I mean, the message, at this point, well, at this point yeah. Deep. Well, and Ray Liotta, we're not going to get more out of him. So I haven't, I haven't because of that movie, I haven't ate honey in years. That's an interesting takeaway from that movie. That's not what you got. No, I. <laughs> I don't want to be sued by bees. Uh, well, <laughs> I I was more concerned with the fact that a woman fell in love with a bee, and that, <laughs> that that was the children's like looking like I'm pretty sure Jerry Seinfeld has been like we did not mean for there to be that much like tension between the two characters. <laughs> they were like looking back, we can see how it wasn't appropriate for children. Yeah, I can see that, but. You know, we've digressed on that note, guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> invest in your, in your digital presence. If you're not doing it, 
other people are, they are going to be found that have opportunities to, to be able to work on job orders that you probably should be working on. You should be filling just because it hasn't worked. Doesn't mean that, that it's, it doesn't work. Um, we have to evaluate how you're doing it. If you're doing it in the right ways, if you're doing it consistently enough, um, if you've given it enough time, um, to be able to do that, there's a lot of things and factors that go into the success of a digital presence and a marketing campaign or a activity on LinkedIn. Um, I, there's there's an old statement it, it, it as well, another old statement, and again, I'm going to butcher it in some way. But people are always worried about you know, show me the ROI from from advertising. Um, go and show me what it is, and and I, and then then we can evaluate if it's successful, or or show me what the investment is and whether or not we'll deem it, whether or not it's it's used for or not, or, or but or you can't, I'm butchering this again, you, you can't show me the ROI from an advertising campaign, but if you stop it, you can see the difference or you mm-hmm. can, you know, what's going on, but take away the advertising, take away the marketing. You feel those effects. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, and that's just true in any business. And it's true. And so it's going to be true in recruiting as well. If we're, if we invest in those, th- those things, do the right, do the right activity online, you're going to notice a difference, especially over time. And then if you take that away, you'll realize, oh man, that was really, really impactful um, uh, for, for my organization, for my firm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it sounds like a sales pitch, but it's not, you know, don't use me. I don't care. Just do something. Well, it's the difference <laughs> between, you know, it's the difference between RC Cola and Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> One has invested and has the ability to invest so much more heavily in their marketing. And, right. and, you know, without any of that, it, it's tougher to, to stay relevant. Yeah, RC could be better. I mean, people may like that more, um, but just because you haven't seen it as much, you don't go and seek it out or search it out or purchase it. Same thing with, uh, you know, Pat Blue Ribbon. You know, if, if you had the opportunity to, for hipsters to pick up on you and, and give you a revitalization of that's great. So maybe you could be the hipster, the hipster beer of recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, but, but if, if you're not, then you're just going to be irrelevant. You're just not going to be found. And eventually you could, you know, have your clients and make your living. That's fine. But if you're looking to grow a firm, if you're looking to do more and work on more of the right positions, you have to invest in it is what you're doing and where people are to be able to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, it's just the bottom line of any business. And that includes recruiting. Yeah. Absolutely. And while we're on the topic of investing and and all that, I mean, we're investing our time here to bring this wonderful, these wonderful nuggets of audio nuggets. These. Yeah, these are some tasty nuggets here. And uh, if you want to hear more of these nuggets, go and like us on, um, you know, LinkedIn. We have two pages there. Go and like us on Facebook, um, Instagram, you know, sign up for our newsletters. really just you know stay on top of it and uh you'll hear from us trust us <laughs> you will. yeah yeah it's gonna be obnoxious but you'll, but you'll hear from us but we we don't spam people we're anti-spam pro spurs anti-spam pro, pro spurs i really hope the spurs reach out uh well so far goldie hawn hasn't so. oh our people are in touch Oh, yeah, we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. All right, everybody. This is uh, running really long. Uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks for your attention. We'll look forward to speaking with you again next time on Distinctly Digital. 